Welcome back, everyone, to Shrimp on Deck. Roger Hoover now joined by Jumbo Shrimp Relief Pitcher Tommy Eveld here in Jacksonville. And first of all, Tommy, how's your time been with the Jumbo Shrimp? Good to see you. Uh, good to see you, too. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been really fun so far, really fun team, really good group of guys we have here. And, of course, for you, uh, coming back from AAA New Orleans, uh, what would you learn in AAA in the first half of the season? Be yourself. Uh, went to AAA, tried to make some adjustments that didn't really work for me. And then once I went back to doing what I was doing, my timing was off. So I think from this point forward, I'm just going to be myself. Did you start to make those adjustments here or maybe at the end of your time with the baby cakes? Uh, towards the end of my time with the baby cakes. And then when I got here, Pat, the pitching coach, really helped me sat down with me watching the film me throwing last year to help me get back on track anything that really fans would notice in the adjustments you've made uh, if you saw me pitch in new orleans i was working a lot on trying to incorporate a slide step into my game change the way i came set i was doing a lot of that during my throwing program and everything just working too many deliveries i think just lost feel and getting it back so and now you've been able to get it back, it seems like, with the Jumbo Shrimp. Uh, are the pitches you throw the same that you threw last year? Yes. Uh, the only difference is my spike curveball. I made that adjustment just watching film myself. I went back to throwing just a regular two-finger grip curveball because I was rolling my wrist over, and it was popping up out of my hand. So now I have a new curveball. And a lot of it comes from the grip? Yeah. So now I'm releasing out of the same spot as my slider and my fastball, so it tunnels a lot better coming out of my hand. Of course, yeah, you were traded last year from the Diamondbacks to the Marlins, and I'm sure it was a, kind of a whirlwind a season for you having to go through that change and even getting traded within the same league. Uh, what kind of offseason was it like for you? Um, not much of one, to be honest with you, because uh, went home, had a lot of wedding planning that I was doing, and then went to fall league. Right from fall league, left a couple weeks early to get married, and then went on honeymoon, then came back. When we came back mid-November, we had Thanksgiving. And then it feels like Thanksgiving rolled right into Christmas, and then Christmas rolled right into spring training. So it was like one thing right after another, real busy. How'd your body uh, take having to pitch that long? You know, obviously into November, and then right as you get a break, you're back in Jupiter for spring training. Uh, felt really good. Uh, tweaked a rib out in fall league. Tried to throw through it. Didn't go too well. But I didn't. I didn't want to just go on the DL because fall league was so short. But uh, after. Other than that, my body felt fine. And, of course, you've been able to come back to the Jumbo Shrimp. And a couple of times we've seen you on the mound in extra inning games, inheriting the runner at second base. Just as a pitcher, how tough is it knowing that the inning starts with somebody at second base? Is it any different than just a normal outing? No, it's awesome. Everybody loves that rule. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you try to work uh, through it? I mean, well, I mean, as much as I don't like the rule, it does speed up the game. I mean, my first year in low A, we played, I think, a three-inning game, then had a two-hour rain delay, then came back out and played 14 more. And uh, I don't think I've played past the 11th since they've put that runner on second, which uh, just trying to work through it. Um, your goal when you first go out, of course, you're trying to strand that runner on second, but at the same time, you can't worry about him too much. I found myself in that situation my last outing where I came in with that runner on second and I was trying so hard to like not let him steal third trying to mix up my looks trying to like not let him keep his feet moving towards third base that uh missed a spot on one of my pitches ended up giving up a double and I was like oh well I gave a bleed off double it was like having a runner on second anyways sure. so I would say the biggest thing is uh 
if you're the home team, would be not, not to focus too much on that runner, just focus on the hitters. Because, I mean, if you put up a 1-2-3 inning, that runner's not going to score. And then uh, on, the, on the flip side of things, if you're the visiting team, obviously if your team doesn't score that run, then you have to focus on that runner because that, that runs the game. But if they score their run, you go out, it's the same thing. I don't, just don't, don't pay too much attention to the runner on second. Don't give them third for free. And then what about when the first batter you face is already showing bunts right as the inning's about to start? What's your mindset then? Thank you. Get the out. Yeah, in my opinion, if they're going to put a bunt down and move them to third, now you're giving me one out with a runner on third. I get a strikeout, now we're one out away. So, like, by bunting, by trading a base for an out there, I think you're helping the pitcher, especially somebody who can strike batters out. Well, and for you, uh, we talked a little bit about it last year, kind of the touchdown Tommy mantra you have and still putting your arms up. Uh, a couple of people have asked me, how do you get your bill or your cap so curved? Oh, it's a process. Uh, the first one of these I got was when uh, these 5950 hats was when I signed with the Diamondbacks. I went to Lids and bought a Diamondbacks hat. And I was bending it in the bill, and I was almost kind of like a cardboard. So if you bend it too fast, they'll actually, like, snap. Like, they'll have, like, a permanent crease in them. So you got to kind of take your th- your thumbs and just work it real slow going around. Kind of, like, just wiggle it a little bit. But you you got to go slow, that's for sure, because you don't want to break it. Yeah, and even with the game hats, I mean, most people, everyone just kind of keeps it as flat as can be, but every time you're out there, it seems almost that perfect curve. You just keep working on the clubhouse, right? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'll take, like, a rubber band or something, wrap it around the bill so that it'll stay like that, because sometimes our blue hat, the bill in it's really soft, so it it will eventually start flattening back out. So every game I have to rebend it, but the red hat's got a more firm bill in it, so it stays bent. The what red about that's my favorite hat? I bet. <laughs> what about the uh, stirrup style socks? Uh, the stirrup socks uh, that is a look that I do because in college, when I started getting back into baseball, I was watching a lot of online videos of old time pitchers pitching. Uh, probably the most, the two I watched a lot of was uh, Randy Johnson and Nolan Ryan, just looking at mechanics. A lot of Randy Johnson stuff I'd look at either in a mirror or I would try to find it, someone who already flipped it online. But that was the way they wore their pants then. So I was just I was like, well, this is who I learned to pitch from, so I might as well just honor them wearing like this. Uh, it's a really good look, and again, our fans have really liked it, and uh, just especially too when you get to save, put the arms up for the touchdown, and I'm sure playing here in Jacksonville with a fired-up crowd, you got to love doing that. Oh, yeah, it's nice, especially uh, when you get into a late game and it's a close game and all the fans still stick around, whether there's fireworks or not, which is awesome. And uh, you get to a two-strike count, it just makes it that much easier to throw a fastball by a guy when everybody stands up gets on their feet. Well, it's always a good moment. We look forward to more of those. And just uh, thank you for joining us on the radio. Best of luck to you, Tommy. Thank you. That's Tommy Evil. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to Shrimp on Deck on the Jumbo Shrimp Network, presented by Community First.